0: We got World Series fallout as Mr. Brown comes back from Atlanta. The Phoenix Suns are all over ESPN today. The Raiders are back in the news with some off-the-field misgivings. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing this weekend. College football playoff rankings. There's all kinds of stuff going on. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome 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 back once again to the We Don't Know Sports podcast. This is Chad The Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Big A. And Mr. Brown, you got to be on cloud 9. You got to be feeling good. You got to be in one of the best moods that you could possibly be in because your Atlanta Braves are world champions. Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> It doesn't feel right, brother. It don't feel right. You need. You need. Uh, why didn't it feel right?
1: I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm still in a. I'm sleeping, and it's a dream. I don't feel like it's real. So l- let's just
0: recap the uh, audience here and let them know that you actually attended a World Series game since the last time we've had the podcast. You were there on Saturday.
1: I was Friday down, and Saturday. I got down there on Friday. Watched the game at the Battery and one of the restaurants down there. Um, they won that game. And then we were actually at game four inside. And when they were losing two to nothing, Dansby hit a home run in the opposite field. And Soler hit a back-to-back home run. They went up 3-2 and held on for the victory. You know, and they went up 3-1. Yep.
0: And when they lose game five and it heads back to Houston, how's your heart? How's your head?
1: I mean, I love the matchups on paper. Because, you know, despite the fact if we'd have had Morton not get hurt, he would have pitched game five. Probably right, would have been right. wrapped up in Atlanta. Um, but I knew we had Freed, and then we had Anna Anderson. Now, Freed's playoff uh, numbers weren't great at all. Well, he had two very different games, too. Right. So, he hadn't historically been well, pitched well in the playoffs, but I knew that he had to bounce back. And, but then the first inning when he got two people on base – and you know we're like, here we go. Nobody out. They stepped on his ankle. Yeah, you know, and it just felt like it was going to unravel. You quickly. just don't step on Max Freed's ankle. Yeah, that's like the best thing that could have happened. It to was. It. <laughs> I mean, he looked angry. And I talked to the guys on the on a separate show earlier. of Beat the shift. But, Plug time. Yeah, I mean it. It was crazy. So like the fact was, I talked about it that sometimes he has a great curve. But he has a great curveball, but sometimes he gets curveball happy. And that's not something you should do when you can throw 95. Right. He has a great fastball, too. I feel like he should use his fastball more, and he did. That pit, that inning, we was looking at each other, me and Biggie, and he hit ninety seven and came off the field with like a scowl, like hi, uh, he was he was
0: ready to walk a mud hole in somebody's ass. I mean, just he he was dialed in after that. And the uh, you know, Mr. Brown just mentioned beat the shift. You know, that that'll be a separate podcast. We'll have the video up tomorrow on social media. But you basically connected with a bunch of Braves uh, admins and group experts right, from around right, right. the country. So good stuff there, Biggie. You got something on your mind? I can see it.
2: Well, I had two things. One, the first game Freed pitched in that series, he had one bad inning. The rest of the innings he pitched weren't all that bad. So, it wasn't as though yeah, he had been owned he by had the that, Astros. He
0: had that real bad inning, and I kept looking at the game. I was like, he's still in there? Because you see the score and everything, but it was just, you know, they, they were so short-handed when it came to pitching. And it, it, there was a lot of bullpen sessions in, in this postseason, especially the World Series. Like, it was – bullpen session for almost every other game it felt like from at least one team it was
2: it was bullpen heavy it max Fried picks six innings in the closeout game the atlanta had a pitcher Ian Anderson going with a no hitter, and they only let him go five.
0: Yeah, but then they had the combined no hitter. Was it three or four pitchers through eight you know? through eight? Yeah, and then they had that little bloop into. Uh, I just left feel like field.
1: the the days of the pitcher even going seven eight innings in the in the World Series of playoffs is a thing of the past. I, I mean, newer fans are just going to think this
0: is normal, but for people like us, we're just watching it, saying like, why don't he go? Just leave him. You in know there. what our problem
2: is, and this was on. I saw it in a Braves group where they're actually talking about or. Uh, uh They lost this game, but it was John Smoltz going nine, Jack Morris going ten. When you see that, when you're ten, eleven, 10, 12, 13 years old, and you go through the '90s, early 2000s, you think that everybody should pitch that way, and the game just hasn't been that way for a while.
1: Well, then, like your Pedro's, your Curt Schilling's, your Randy Johnson's, those uh, guys—they don't come off the mound. They're not. They're not. They're not letting you take the baseball out of their hand. And even if it's not a complete game, you're thinking if this guy—he's going to go out—Schilling,
2: sh- Scherzer. Any of these guys now that pitch,
0: they should give you seven
2: strong.
1: But
0: even with Scherzer, like, if he only goes five, you're not surprised. And even you no, could say, today. like, he, he's not happy about it. No, he's still coming off the mound. Like, it is what it is. The analytic king is going to rule the day, and that's just the way it is. Except when you get to the World Series this year, and you had Snitaker,
2: snicker and uh, Dusty, who guys who weren't, they're they're the anti Dave Roberts.
0: Yeah, they but use they use the still, numbers, but they use their gut. They're still having to follow the company line.
1: though. Yeah, because the the Braves are pretty analytical now. Everybody is, but they're letting. Uh, I mean, so Snit had a pretty good mixture of the two. Um, and Dusty, actually, what bit him was the fact he went a little too analytical and pulled Grinky. The game I was at, yep. and that's when the Braves took the lead when they put their bullpen in. Yep, because Grinky was rolling. So
0: it was a, it was an entertaining series. I, I think Game Six was a little anticlimactic because the Braves. Got I liked up, it. They got up quick, and I was asking him if if, if Mr. Brown ever felt safe, and Bitten. you know I was sitting in a hotel room in Columbus, and I was texting, and I, you know when I got to the eighth inning, I was just like. I'm not texting no more. I told him I said just enjoy the game, man, because the Braves, I did not know this had gone the longest amount of time in Major League Baseball history of playoff appearances where they had the most playoff appearances with no World Series. Yep. And that that, that was amazing. So we were joking earlier. It's like the Buffalo Bills of baseball kind of Then, Like we year. had that joke in the nineties, right? It's still happening. Like 99 happened. And then the Braves stayed relevant and they've stayed good. And it just, you, you were saying this is not the roster or the team you thought would be the
1: one to break through. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like it don't even seem real. And the reason I say that's I've been following them since 88 and then, you know, the nineties happened I was 13 years old in 95, which they had a great team in 95. Absolutely. Several Hall of Famers. 96 team might have even been better. Right. I mean, those (laughs) 90s (laughs) teams. 96 Yankees, though. Yeah. Those 90s teams were studs of of a team. And, like, the fact that in 99 is the last time they were even in the World Series. And just looking at those teams on paper, and they only won one. And then even the Braves that have been relevant since 99 made the playoffs, I've felt better about other Braves teams coming into the playoffs than this team. And this is the team that wins at all. And I mean it just it's not something that you would have thought when the season started. And I know they made all the moves, they remade their outfield when Acuna got hurt. But they it all it takes is to gel at the right time. The pitching to get hot at the right time because everyone kept talking shit about the Braves' bullpen all year long. But guess what? That's what won this World Series was the Braves' bullpen.
0: Hell, yeah, especially once Morton went down. Y'all had to have that extended bullpen, and uh, it, it, it paid off. And and the thing is, you, like oh, – go ahead. I fell in love with Matzik. Oh, Matzik, man. He's got such on. a
2: good story too, man. Good pitcher. Yips. He's an electrician in, like, 2017. Then he's shutting – he came he's in nasty. in that Dodgers series needed – to strike guys out pitches the seventh and the eighth and after the clinch and they're asking him you know what'd you come up with the mindset of and he's like well I just gotta strike everybody out oh you thought you'd be able to do that well hell no but I knew that's what I needed to do he's just <laughs> honest he had that look and that feel and that's a guy that's so easy to root for and for so many years the Braves even since the 90s have been a good team, so they're never the underdog. They were the
0: underdog. They had guys that were easy to root for.
1: Every single series this year they played in, they were the underdog. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and and back to Matzik, though. Like, there is not a single guy outside of maybe Jock Peterson because he kind of had a little gimmick going for him. But when he came into the game, like, every Braves fan stood tall and was like, hell yeah, this is our guy. And it was so cool to see because this is to really fit you, right? But the story was there. But I could, I could see it on TV how everybody just really, like, it wasn't that they rooted for him. It's like when he came into the game, they're like, oh, yeah, this yep. shit's going down now. We, we got feel it. good about it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we were talking earlier, Will Smith, you know, that that kind of became a, a common theme too when he came into the game late. So, you know, like you said, bullpen is the MVP for the Braves. And, and you know, you guys are going to be, you know, in contention for the next few years, man. you got a good core there.
1: It was a fun team to watch in the playoff run. I mean, like I said, it wasn't the number one team I would have ever thought would have won it all. But, damn it, they were likable. And they, and they didn't give up. <laughs> we liked them. I, have a, I had a lot of people that was like, listen, I'm not a Braves fan. I even had my old former boss, he's retired now, a huge Phillies fan. He even messaged me and was like, you know what? I want you guys to beat the Astros because this, this Braves team's fun to watch. And he said that coming from a Phillies fan.
2: You know my favorite moment of the entire World Series, or entire postseason, was as a non-Braves fan. You're a Braves fan. My son is. So Dansby hasn't been hitting the ball well, but he's one of the slickest fielders you'll ever see, and he's kind of got the the locks and all that. Yeah. He comes up two to one game, the game that you're at. Not only has he not been hit, and he's swinging out of his shoes. He's the guy, and he hits an opposite field home run, and you can see him rounding the bases, and like his eyeballs the are the popping out of his there. head. Yeah. They interview him after the game, and he's like i'm an atlanta guy i love every atlanta team i love georgia football blah 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 this is where i want to be this is my dream for that guy to have that play that hit that's
0: just that's baseball that's that that's what makes you love the game so we will have plenty of conversation around baseball as we go through winter because for whatever reason it's probably the influence of mr brown and his baseballdom but we love hot stove we love the hot stove topics and there's there's free agency out there. We already got some stuff happening. We know Hopefully we with, get all that. We, and we know what the yeah, and we got we got labor agreements that need to be worked out. We have rule changes that have to be agreed upon. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. So baseball talk is by far not done. But make sure you check out the episode of Beat the Shift with Greg Rawlings so you can get more of that Braves and World Series talk because they probably break it down for about 35, 40 minutes and it's definitely interesting to, to listen to and you get to see and feel the the love of the Atlanta Braves nation come over there. And, you know, you got to say, uh, it's a great fan base. Glad to see him get the title. And if you hate it on the Astros, you got to be happy that the Trash did not bring home the, the championship. So we'll just leave it at that. Biggie, can we talk some more NBA this week? Will this be the third show in a row that we've talked NBA? We're NBA pros at this point. We are, man. And I got to tell you, though, the conversation this week is not necessarily pro and positive NBA. Well, I mean, depends on how you look at it. Ah, uh, Phoenix Suns. So what happened today? What, what was the bombshell? It's funny how we do these shows on Thursday, and there always seems to be this wonderful timing where this, this stuff just comes out.
2: Well, it's got to get put out at the end of the week, so it has the weekend to get through, you know, the ringer, the wash. Absolutely. Ah. Uh, what came out? We haven't seen all the details yet, but it makes Robert Sarver, Robert Sarver, owner of the Phoenix, majority sons, owner of the Suns. Uh, he's making John Gruden look like a choir boy.
0: Yeah, this is uh, a la Donald Sterling.
1: It's yes. really that bad.
0: So uh, this is what we know, and this is all it is. So just to be clear, it is a ESP an ESPN reporter. I can't remember his name. Baxter, something like that. Uh, he he was working on this for months and he's interviewed at least 70 former or current employees of the Phoenix Suns. So this is also kind of like the Mavericks thing from a couple years ago, but this is worse apparently. And they basically explain the toxicity work environment that existed while they were or are still there. That enclose, it, it, it encompasses everything from misogyny to uh, racism to just unprofessionalism. Uh, I mean, you have...
2: Toxic work environment.
0: Yeah. And, and now here's the thing. Like a good soldier, I guess the CFO or the assistant general manager, like they're all coming out like, no, this isn't true. And they're pointing at the track record of we've Jane hired...
2: Jones as their general manager. Yeah, they
0: have an African-American general manager. Yeah. They've had African-American coaches this whole time. But this is basically, it reads to me like a guy who just owns a team and he's just acting like it's his team and he's not like running it like a business. If you and, read
2: some of the comments in there, he would talk to female employees as though, are you an employee of the Phoenix Suns? Yes. Okay, so then I, 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 owe, own you. You. I owe you.
0: I own you. That sounds like uh, that old uh, football game. We call
2: an call. ambulance. <laughs> well, one of the reasons you know. that they say in here, of course, this is hearsay at this point until it's proven. So they, they're
0: emphatically is, denying it, of yeah. course. Uh, they also invited an investigation to which Adam Silver came out and said they are doing an uh, impartial third party is going to come in and investigate. But that's the thing. There's current employees that said if this gets investigated, the commissioner's going to be like, what?
2: Yeah, they'll be appalled by the results.
0: Appalled. That was the word. Thank yeah. you. See, you read... You understood I, the assignment. Good well, job.
2: <laughs> I, I did. I just I, – I'm curious when that became part of it because we just had an NFL investigation with uh, Don, uh, Dan Snyder where we're not getting anything out of well, it.
0: Well, this and isn't I, the NFL. <laughs> I feel like
2: if they dig into it here where Donald Sterling already been out of the league, if it's really bad, we'll know every detail. Yeah, that
0: precedent's already been said, as Mark Cuban uh, dangerously argued against. And here's the thing. So let's be clear. Uh, you know, he said, uh, allegedly – He was using the N-word, and he wasn't saying N-word. He was using it in context when talking about how Draymond Green could say it going up and down the court, but his player can't say it. His player
2: got called for a technical, which was later rescinded upon appeal
0: by the NBA. And, you know, that the coach of the time, Earl Watson, told him, you can't say that. Mm. He's like, why can't I say it if Draymond Green can say it? And he's like, because you can't effing say it. Yeah. And, and you know, that was kind of – so it's a lot of conversations of like Earl Watson said this. And, you know, they asked some of the players about it. And they were like, you know, I remember talking to him, but I don't remember that exactly. So some of it's a little foggy. And then there was – the one thing he did admit to, I guess he pantsed somebody, was it like he pulled somebody's pants down like a locker room or something, and he was like – yeah, was, I did do that, and that was wrong. But everything else, he's like, no, that's not what he's got to answer this for. What is middle everything.
1: school? That's,
0: that's kind of how it is, man. He's the owner, but he's trying too hard to be one of the guys.
1: You make him bob for apples in the toilet?
0: Well, he took a <laughs> well, bunch of the female employees to lunch with a bank he's like CEO of, and he was just like, you couldn't cut it in the banking industry. These women would eat you alive, you know? And they're like, Why are you doing this to us? Why are you trying to pit us against this other place that you work at? (laughs) It was just stupid stuff like that. And then, uh, well, like
2: you were saying, he likes to, uh, you know, they have an African American. They have an American who is, I don't know how you're going to say any of that. Anyhow, James Jones is their GM. What they were saying is that how he had hired Earl Watson and and several other uh, African Americans as head coaches. Right. He only did it with the quote being,
0: they need someone of their kind to talk to them, to yeah, speak their language, and yeah. So none of the optics look very good. And, and my favorite story, though, out of all this, though, uh, and it sounds like I'm way too excited to talk about it. I'm not. This is all really just a big pile of shit. We're just, we're just wading through one? it. The uh, the one with uh, Blake Griffin's brother. Did you see that one? I did not. So he was he was on the um, on the Suns, and he was working out. He was lifting and. Uh, the what's uh, what's the owner's name that we're talking about? Robert Sarver. Sarver's walking into the the weight room and Griffin's lifting, and he's just like, "Man, do you do you just not have hair on your legs, or do you shave it?" And he's just like, "I don't know, man. You're just trying to look clean." He's like, "Do you shave your balls too?" And you know, there's just, <laughs> and they ask Griffin, so they ask Griffin about it, and he's just like, "Yeah, you know, I, I laughed about it, but now looking back at." Feels kind of crappy, you know. So like, it's just some of it is just locker room talk, I guess. But some of it's really bad. And the the thing was, when they asked uh, Sarver about it, he was like, you know, I remember talking to him, but I don't remember saying balls.
2: I don't think Sarver <laughs> has any emails that have his exact statements.
0: Yeah, let's, let's dig up the emails. That'll that'll cut. Kind of, so right now, if you're Sarver, should you be on the phone talking to Dan Snyder, just like, all right, sir, exactly. How do I get out of this? Well, Dan Snyder How long was does smart. my
1: wife need to run this? Yes.
0: <laughs> do you trust your wife? <laughs> it's like in the Shawshank Redemption, whenever they're, they're <laughs> Andy Dufresne asking the prison guard, do you trust your wife? And he's going to throw him off the yeah. roof. And he's like, but you can gift him $10,000 of an IRS penalty. That's exactly what's about to happen. Dan Snyder is going to give him the Andy Dufresne uh, conversation. Mm. I will say
2: my favorite story out of all this is, and hasn't been proven yet, is Earl Watson getting fired because Rich Paul and Clutch Sports get involved, and he doesn't (laughs) want to sign Eric Bledsoe (laughs) to a contract extension. He put him on the bench at the end of the previous season because they were tanking. Doesn't want to sign him because he's injury-prone, doesn't know how it'll pan out. They were a bad team with him. Clutch Sports represents Earl Watson and Eric Bledsoe. correct. And Sarver and Rich Paul have a back-and-forth over the phone – Sarver doesn't like how it goes. Sarver also represents Earl Watson. He goes to Earl Watson, and he says, hey, this guy, he represents you, his agency. Uh, you get rid of him, or you're fired. He said, you got 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. Earl Watson's like, what the F? Are
0: you serious? And he's like, yep, 10 days. It wasn't days. a conflict of interest before. It. Now it is. Yep. Nope. And, but I think he was also 0-5 when he got fired, so... The last, like, three games they had coached before he told them that, they got beat by a combined
2: 92 points or something like
0: that. Yeah, so, I mean, let's also – He was in over his head. We got to give the optics to, like – Again, like – l- like let's he fired Popovich. So, let's, let's let it be investigated like it should. I actually do trust the NBA – uh internally to do a better job than probably most of the other sports well because the nba works for its players whereas the nfl works for its owners so it it is a little different and i'm not going to sit here and just say because espn put a story out that it's all going to be gospel you know so i remind everyone due process is a thing and we should let it play out and see what happens but the optics of this look very
2: very very bad well, the optics of the other team that's been recently mentioned in the other aisle, the NFL, uh, Henry Ruggs, did
0: you see the video right after the crash? Uh, I So I'm going to tell you straight up, I haven't seen any pictures or videos I've read. I know he was doing 160, allegedly. 158? Yeah, well, one, I was around one around
2: street over from the Strip in Vegas. You've been to Vegas. Yep. One street over, one block over. Yeah. 158 his uh alcohol content twice the legal limit one point or 0.16 loaded gun girlfriend in the car uh the <laughs> small clip that i saw and it was like a a vine it was like six seconds but i read underneath of it is that after he wrecked his vehicle which i don't know this 100 for sure and he starts that vehicle on fire he sits there outside his vehicle on the curb while the woman and her dog burned to death
0: now, yeah, that's what I read too. yeah but I, and and I'm not defending any of that, but like, how messed up are you after the accident? Like, I understand the shock and things like that. So I'm. I'm well, and he it, was fucking wasted. So. Yeah, he was out of his gourd, right? So I mean, I, did they say like what his legal limit was or what he was on or anything? It, it, it
1: was he was drunk.
0: Twice the legal limit. Okay. It
1: was, he was alcohol? Is what it said. And then uh, I, I guess, don't know if
2: he was on anything else, but I know. And was and he play.
0: is not in a good state uh, for this to happen in because uh, if you want to see justice out of this, you're very likely going to get it. Now, obviously, money and lawyers coming to play here, but they, uh, not Vegas, but Nevada. You know that that manslaughter charge I believe carries a, a minimum of fifteen years. Yeah, um, at first they were coming out and saying two to twenty years, and now they're saying more. Yeah. I mean, it, it, because now it's negligent because of the alcohol and and all that. So I mean, it, it's it's not going to be you good. You asked me this earlier, Luis. Didn't Dante Stallworth have something similar happen?
2: He did. It was in Florida, and he wasn't intoxicated.
0: Yeah, he, had he a just hit Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's not apples to apples. Uh, the The Raiders have already released him, and. Look, the 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 story is someone lost their life, and it's terrible, but if you're a football fan and you're the Raiders, you just got to be like, really? Like, is this shit? Oh, look, how are you feeling right now? Because you're in first place in your division.
2: The Chiefs are dog shit this year, but – Anything that can go bad has went bad.
0: Like, Rugs start was starting Gruden. to look like that. First, I,
1: he was the 12th pick last year. He was starting to look like your guy. I don't mind the Gruden thing at all. I've said that all along. I feel right. like this is going to be a better fit. That might have been a blessing. You now you got Olson calling the plays and not try, the head coach ain't doing too much. But um, the only thing with the Rugs thing, you know, he, he had the uh, label already as a bust. Yeah, but he was having his best. Yeah, this year he came stretch. out and uh, he was doing what they paid him to do, which was be. They're deep threat, and that's all. They, that's the only deep threat they have. Yeah. And now you're going to have to see more of Renfro, Edwards, and Waller. And I'm wondering if you don't do more of uh, Waller and uh, out wide or in the uh, slot. two tight end set because yeah. the other tight end's good too. Um, I don't know. I mean, but you got to be able to stretch the field. At least have the uh, scare the defense that so you can have that. So, so either way, it's. Uh... It's not a,
0: not a good time for the Raiders organization. You remember that show Playmakers that came on ESPN? That's yeah. what this feels like. This should be like this, they should reboot the show and just do the Raiders.
2: This is going to get shut down just like the NFL shut down that show because it,
0: <laughs> it hit too close to home. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. These stories are uh, very similar to things that happen in the news. But I th- will
2: say everything that's come out of this, there's one person I do kind of feel not bad for but feel for in a way. I watched Derek Carr's interview where they talked to him about Henry Ruggs, and he was talking, you know, how he's Christian, doesn't drink any of that. I want to be the best. I'm a raider for life. And he was talking about, I know that I'm his teammate, and I know I've told him, you know, I'll be there for But but I, did I really make it clear at three in the morning, you call me, I'll get up and come get you?
0: You know, he was saying, Could I have himself? been better? Uh, and
1: like, why didn't he call him? Like, yeah. hey, yeah.
0: man, I, I, I can definitely empathize with you, but like, you, that's not your fault, man. Mm-hmm like the leader of your all. team there they win this division
2: Derek Carr keeps bowling out he's league MVP. Derek Carr
0: could have a completely different narrative around his career if uh the things keep continuing this way because he's challenging Brady every week for the uh leader in passing yards and the Raiders somehow were they five and two
1: yep five and two yeah
0: and, and yeah you know, all right so that's terrible terrible story about rugs uh, not in the same mode of being terrible, but man, speaking of car crashes, uh, how about the chiefs, man? What's, what's happening with them here lately? Like I have, we completely missed the boat on Mahomes? are the topics that they said, why he getting, getting, didn't get drafted earlier. Is that what's coming home to roost now? Or is well, it? Well, a-
2: the people who were running the bears at the time who passed on him and what they said was. They did their due diligence, and they knew his ceiling was super high. What we've seen, but that his floor was what it is now and lower. And they thought without the perfect perfect situation, you would get more of the floor, and that's what we've seen this season. Really, we've seen that towards the end of last. Like season he's
0: forcing everything. He's trying to. He's still doing the stupid throws that you you know. It looks great when you're winning, but now it's like, why are you doing that? Let's just well, get people five yards. Taking
2: crap on a guy like Breeze or Brady or Manning. For taking the dump down, the dump down, the dump down, the check down. Boom, boom. They do that. You creep up. They hit you over the you top. Get positive
1: yardage, yeah. and then you try next time. Yeah, nice just Right don't now, they the take chains. away the
2: ability for Mahomes to hit a home run, and he refuses to take a single.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's ugly.
1: Think of it like this, though. So he got that huge, massive contract. He still has Kelsey. He still has Tyreek. Imagine when those guys got to get paid, how much worse it could get. Right. I mean – Because you're not, you're not guaranteed to draft another Kelsey or Hill. And right. they
2: rebuild its offensive line, brought in uh, – Eric Fisher is back healthy. They brought in the Patriots left
0: guard, who I'm drawing a complete blank on, but he's the best guard in the damn league. I, I mean, the offensive line is what everyone wanted to point to initially and not saying there wasn't some issues there, but – It it goes so much more beyond that. Well, the other thing is, like, Andy Andy Reid's been in the league for
2: how long? How many times have we seen his teams look just as, like, unorganized,
0: discombobulated on offense as the Chiefs do? I I mean – They just don't look good. I was going to say, that doesn't happen often. Like, Andy Reid is a great game planner and a great game caller, whether he's the one calling the calls or not. He's always building it to that level. And I I don't think Eric bien is going to be – he's going to be really upset he didn't get that head coaching job now because he's going to take a uh, back seat and not look as uh, attractive apparently.
2: Eric bien was like, damn it, you're screwing me over. He found a homeless guy in Milwaukee to go hug Aaron Rodgers. So now (laughs) –
0: Yeah, so that was was the other thing I wanted to talk about, too. So if if you have Aaron Rodgers on your fantasy team, uh, he's not going to be playing this weekend because apparently he got COVID and he's not vaccinated. Did you see his his August
2: interview or his August press conference?
0: Uh, Yeah, I I read about it, but what exactly happened? So
2: uh, one of the uh, people in the Green Bay press asked him, how do you feel about vaccinations? Are you vaccinated? And he said, yeah, I'm immunized. I'm not going to judge other people for what they do or don't. It's a personal choice. It turns out he never got the vaccine. He did a holistic setup to protect himself, which uh, the NFL doesn't accept. No, he can't imagine why. (laughs) I can't believe we didn't know this sooner with the way the NFL works. He actually applied for an exemption from the league from taking the COVID vaccination and was denied it.
0: What was his exemption?
2: Holistic and religious religious, religious views. views,
0: I guess. Uh, I mean, sure, why not?
2: He did go a holistic route of different products and whatever that he thought would
0: protect him. And I know some people say, "Why well, are people that are vaccinated that got it too?" And you're right, but it's less likely that happens versus the holistic route from all the. What's science. the name
1: of this called him and Kyrie in?
0: Uh, it's not the Flat Earthers anymore. He's kind of denounced that. So I don't know what they're, what cult they're in. They're the, we're millionaires and you're not, bite me. (laughs) It's the, the only person I would take holistic medicine advice from would be Magic Johnson. Absolutely. (laughs) Because he's figured out how to cure anything. That man can't be killed. Uh,
2: So you're the Packers, you're rolling, you're probably the best team in the NFC. You got one loss. The NFC is where all the good teams seem to be. As far as what we do on our power rankings, correct. He's out this week against KC, which is games you're probably going to win, especially coming off a ten day break. You get Devontae Adams back, right? And all the things are looking up. a division game.
1: Are you buying Jordan Love this
0: week? Well, that, that's no, that's no, the no. conversation I want to get into because this is this is what a lot of Packer fans want to think is going to happen because they've been fortunate. Buy or sell Jordan Love? Yeah, that's what we want. I, I'm I'm definitely selling because why would you buy? He hasn't played. And Aaron Rodgers basically has been able to throw a tantrum and get whatever he wants. That it shows you how much confidence they have in Jordan Love. When Brett Favre did that shit, what happened to Brett Favre? See you later, Brett. Yeah, we'll send you to New York, and you can send dick pics to reporters. So that's what happens. But for
1: for this week, you're selling as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give away my lead pipe locks here. But, uh, yeah, I I, I don't think Jordan Love is – I don't think think Packers fans are going to come out of this week and go – yeah, that's the future right there. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. We all could be wrong. And
2: with the way the NFL set up now where only one team gets that first round bye, you got the Rams with one loss, the Cardinals with one loss, who you did beat the Bucs with two losses. You go two weeks without Rodgers, you may have played yourself into like the number yeah. four spot. I mean, the
0: Packers could have been our number one power ranking team after this week if they would just mm-hmm. go in there and demolish the Chiefs. Not that the Chiefs still hold that much water for us, but – Packers ain't lost since week one. And that's when everybody was like, I know that was their preseason. You know, ever since then, nobody wants to mess with the Packers. Nope. But that's.
1: I'm very anxious to watch the Rams' defense. So is a pass rusher what they really needed with Von Miller? Just the rich get richer, man. <laughs> You're going to be playing from
2: ahead often. Why not get after the quarterback? It helps your back end. I mean,
0: I thought it was a great, great move, and you know, we already saw <laughs> when the, you, when you the give Rams up don't care about draft picks anyway. They always get rid of their draft picks, but that's how they operate. That's how,
2: they don't give a crap about next year's first when you can bring in Jalen Ramsey and send him to, so, sign him to a contract. Right? They're, they they play the, They're free in agent the proven game. product
0: yes. instead of going like through that. free agency. Like they that. go through trade. It's worked. I mean, but I mean,
1: you don't know if a draft pick's gonna pan out. Why not take the guy who's proven with a proven NFL track? Well, like, for
0: example, instead of drafting a quarterback to replace golf, they went and got Matt Stafford, yeah. who is like the fastest guy to uh, thirty thousand yards ever, or whatever it was. I mean Well, uh, not to take a shot
2: at you guys, but you guys are
0: both good examples of this as
2: Raiders and Bengals. About fans over the shot. last twenty years. Like How many times
0: has your top ten pick panned out to be a Hall of Famer? Are you saying Cincinnati does not play the free agent market well? No, I'm saying they don't, saying they don't well. even play it because nobody wants to go there. <laughs> we get the crumbs, baby.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you and I have talked over the last five years. Every time the Raiders reach on a first rounder, I'm like, "What the hell are they doing?"
0: Yeah. They- well, it's like Al Davis is reached in a seance from beyond the grave. He is Hayward, baby. Yes, he's the greatness. I'd of rather have
1: him than Leatherwood. <laughs> <laughs> Leatherwood is trash. Every time I see the, the the penalty flag come out, I'm like Leatherwood. Yeah,
0: that's that's. Uh, I mean, we did have Jamarcus Russell back in the day, too. It's not always about I love speed. that guy.
2: You know, the other thing is we're talking about football here. When we do our power rankings, we talk on young quarterbacks, old quarterbacks. Where are we always loaded at? The
0: NFC, Rams. But well, the
1: NFC, the AFC Cardinals. is more
0: competitive so far. The NFC, man, it's like they—I don't know—great
1: teams and then it's trash. Is
0: that what it is, or is it the schedule? Like, I haven't really paid that much attention to it, but it's like all these teams are—they were undefeated or one They're loss. Heavy. They're all one loss, and their yeah. one loss is usually to another one look, of the teams in the look, top look five. Look at it like
1: this, though—you got your division with the Bengals and AFC West. All, All solid teams, teams are kind of competitive. Solid teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not real
0: trash in there. AFC West, solid teams. Right. Like the Chiefs are the ones that
1: you're looking at like right. really. They're down there with oh, the Broncos, Broncos now. now but, but still the Broncos like they were 3 and 0. Oh. You could look at like half <laughs> of, of those 8 teams, you could say 7 of them can make the playoffs and you wouldn't be surprised.
0: Right. I mean it, it's with the well, with it, exception of the Browns now. With the yeah. <laughs>
2: six, 6 of 8. When you look at the AFC, who who's eliminated from playoff contention at this point? The Dolphins, and the, the Jets. Jets, the Texans, and who else? Jackson, the Jags. say Jags, yeah. So four teams out yeah. of 16. That's it. When you look at the NFC, it's a lot different.
0: Right. Mm. Well, I, I think uh, we've talked enough uh, football to get us ready for the most exciting segment in the history of podcast anywhere, and that is the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. You-
2: Stone Cold, blah blah.
0: I would play Stone Cold Austin Riley's music for Greg just to get us going, but I can't because uh, of copyright and Vince McMahon. He'll he'll come and get you. But what week are we in? Is this week nine? Week nine. We're in week nine already. All right. Without further ado, we'll go ahead and hit the music. Oh, and it's, it's feeling like autumn. It feels almost like winter. It's, what it's 35 degrees outside the man cave right now. Can you believe it? Mr. Brown's time of year, he loves this cold crap. I'm still wearing shorts, brother. He is, but he does have a hoodie on, and he is a little warm. In fact, he might be on fire because he is leading the way when it comes to the picks. We are... In Week Nine of the NFL, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And if Mr. Brown worked for ESPN or Bleacher Report or Yahoo or anywhere like that, he'd be the 11th best odds maker in all of sports. So congratulations, and we appreciate us just getting a rub and being in that company with you.
1: I'm just glad you guys get to spend time with
0: me. I mean, it's your your excellence is emulating from your pores. It's hard not
2: to. You I'm ask us to come on. Constantly. <laughs>
0: Drink it in, man. (laughs) Uh, So, that being said, you know, Biggie, you're securely in second place. I'm in third. And our friend of the show, Turbo Tommy, he is, you know, not picking every week. But he's... Irrelevant. He's kicked some ass here the the first few weeks, right?
2: Well, he does talk to Mr. Brown because they're both UPSers. And he says,
0: ah, here's what
2: I'm going to do. Yeah, well... He has done really well, but here's the thing: if you don't start from
0: beginning of season, Turbo it, Tommy, it don't if you're matter. listening, doesn't matter. You. Doesn't matter. I'll hold that over him all year because he wasn't here in Week One. So sorry about your damn luck. Maybe next year. He's been super hot though. But uh, let's go ahead and and kick things off, man, because the show's moving along here. We're already you know 37 minutes in, so. We know this takes a minute to get through. We're going to start with a Thursday night game tonight. And you know what? The NFL usually makes great matchups. Last week, we had the game of the Packers going down to Arizona, battle for NFC supremacy. And we flip it over this week to the battle of AFC mediocrity as it's the Indianapolis Colts playing host to the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. And the Colts are a 10-point home favorite. The Jets upset my Bengals last week. I knew I shouldn't have picked him to cover. What a mistake. And we've already all made our picks. And Biggie, you and I, we're on the Jets tonight, right? Unfortunately, they reeled us in. We're regretting that right now. I mean, 10-point spread's a big spread. And I think yep. the score is 28-10 to 10 at the moment. Yes, with the Colts driving. And Mr. Brown, you, you lone wolfed it here?
1: I did. I believe once I win this game, I'll be 8-1 and one on Thursday night. Man,
0: I, I we should make him pick Thursday nights first and then just follow his lead. There you Ooh. go. There we go. I think that could be the strategy going forward. But it looks like the the Colts are going to hold on. But we'll see what happens. But, Mr. Brown, you're kicking things off of the lone wolf here, baby. <coughs> sound like Mr. Ed. Sounded more like a Bronco.
1: Hello, yeah, Wilbur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move.
2: Uh, Mr. Ed
0: Speaking reference. of horses and Broncos, the Broncos are on the road to Dallas. The Cowboys at home are a 10-point home favorite. Here's the thing.
2: Last week, I picked the Vikings to cover at home.
0: Wait, on wait, Thursday, wait, wait, wait. I told that. you guys Check- on Thursday. I'm talking right no, now. No, no. About stop. the Vikings. Check the tape. You said you had some inside knowledge, and so- you're going to see what's going to happen. Nothing happened. What the hell were you talking about?
2: I knew Dak wasn't playing, so I was betting money that Vikings at home, coming off a bye week, could beat Cooper Rush. All right. Carry on then. <laughs> I was wrong because the Vikings are <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Having said that, <laughs> the Cowboys last week, that was one of the most impressive victories I've seen all season long because Dak is a guy who's making all that money, $40 million a year, supposed to be your franchise. You come out, you're ready to roll. You're assuming he's not going to play within the building, but you don't know it for sure. You go on the road. The Vikings were on a bye week also at home. They're a good team coming into the game, 3-3 three and three competitive. And you work them. <laughs> you worked them. Your defense was lights out. Having seen that from the Cowboys, it's easy for me to take them to cover this.
0: So they're covering the 10 at
2: home against the Broncos. Sorry, I got
0: long-winded. No, that's all right. I I needed you to explain yourself.
1: I'm also taking the Cowboys because the Broncos are in uh, cell mode. Fire cell. in Denver. Uh, I'm not going to
0: add much to the argument other than, you know, Dak is playing this week. So it's uh, 10 points easily for Dallas at home. Uh, so that's a clean sweep across the board. Went from a lone wolf to a clean sweep just like that. Let's go to a wonderful game. We The thing about the NFL season this year, we have gotten huge spreads time and time again. No different. The Buffalo Bills going down south to Florida. And uh, I did see that Bill's dad is making the trip down there for Jacksonville. I think it's an homage to the playoff game they went to there a couple years ago. Uh, The Bills on the road with Bill's dad in attendance is a 14-and-a-half-point road favorite. Here's the thing with the Bills. How many
2: times they have been two-touchdown favorite this year? They've covered every damn time. I know, right? (laughs) I went against them once. I have went with them the other two or three times. I'm not going to go against them in this game bills to cover i think they win by
1: 27
0: okay that's very specific mr brown
1: <laughs> I, i'm just rooting for uh, bill's dad dick DeGroat, so i'm gonna go bill's cover uh the bills are definitely covering
0: this one because like biggie said they have covered like every game since week one i believe so I, i'm i'm riding the bills and i'm enjoying it I
2: know a Bills fan, Jeremy Glazer, and all he does is hate on Josh Allen because he doesn't want to accept how good he is. He's telling me and Ryan. He's a Bills fan?
0: Oh, yeah, diehard. And uh, he hates on Josh Allen.
2: Yeah, he doesn't want to accept that there could be success. He's one because of those he guys. Wrong
1: he's wrong.
2: Kind of, he's our age. He's like the football version of, Brave, of uh, being a Braves fan.
1: But gotcha. to me... Like, like, I've shit all over Dansby, and if he, like, turns out to be an all-star, which he still hasn't done, but he's, he's serviceable. Yep. But the point is, I would be happy to be wrong. Right. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you be? You can accept that. Absolutely. Gotcha.
2: He did admit it, and then last week when they were struggling against the Dolphins, he took it back.
0: <laughs> but they, they covered last and week. And then they covered.
2: <laughs> Me and Ryan gave him shit, and he didn't say anything.
0: Uh, all right, so we all took the bills. So let's just move on. All right, I love to see how Biggie responds to this one. Minnesota. On the road to Baltimore, Ravens, six-point home favorite. Hammer the Vikings. Wow. (laughs) You want to explain?
2: I have two reasons for making this particular choice. The Ravens are coming off a bye week with the Goathead coach, which means they'll be ready to go, and they should win by easily more than six points. The Vikings are playing for their entire lives because at three and four with Rodgers out the next two weeks, they realize there's a chance. Also, Mike Zimmer is coaching for his life because if they do not make the playoffs, he's getting canned.
1: Zimmer's getting fired. Baltimore all day.
0: Ah, uh, you took my thunder. I was going to let you know that uh, they're going to call Zimmer into the office on Monday and go, you know what, pal? That wasn't good shit. You're fired. Just like that. <laughs> and he'll make that face too, whatever the hell that was. Is that your little wolf? Skull. <laughs> yeah. Every time he's done skull, it's it's like a skull ring in yeah. your blue jean pocket. Yeah. That's about how effective it is. So, yeah. I, I, you know, Lone Wolf, congratulations. All right, let's just keep it with the flavor of the, the moment with Biggie. We'll go into the Patriots on the road to Carolina, which completely said Carolina was done and dead, and somehow they found a way to win last week. The Patriots on the road in the Queen City, three-and-a-half-point favorites. The Queen City is Dickinson, North
2: Dakota, by the way. Second one is Cincinnati. No such thing as Charlotte being the Queen City. This Patriots <laughs> team bad. is starting to have the feel of the 2001 team. I
0: tell you what, the Patriots are going to roll. Damn, he just dropped a, I tell you what in there. That's like Hank Hill level of confidence. <laughs>
1: Uh, I hate no. to do it, but I'm i taking the Patriots as well. Uh,
0: I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Of, I already wrote down New England as well, just because Car- I still think Carolina sucks. Who they beat last week? The Falcons. No idea. It was the Falcons. Yeah. All right, so the Falcons are trash, dude. All right, speaking of, we'll just keep moving down the Falcons on the road to the Saints, which, man, this is a, a very Oh, tough. and the Saints, it is a really tough game to pick. Saints six and a half points at home. All righty. Who's starting for the Saints? We don't know. Uh, They're at home, though. They are at home.
2: Didn't the Falcons lose to the Panthers last week? We just said
0: that, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the Falcons with the points. Wow. You going to follow his lead? I'm taking the Saints. Taking the Saints. I uh, already had the Falcons hurt down as well because I think the Saints win, but I don't think they cover. I just
2: don't know what they're doing on that side, and they were active and looking for trades at wide receiver. Yeah, and they're
0: talking about Phillip Rivers might even come out and play for the Saints. Yeah. So, Didn't they beat the Bucks last week? They did. but Now they can't beat the Falcons? I, you know what? The NFL's a, a funny mistress. Mm. It, I'm not saying they can't beat the Falcons. I'm just saying they don't beat them by six and a half. They're not winning by seven. Yeah. But you're the lone wolf, so.
1: Oh, in the Saints. My, when I'm go marching in. Go marching in. Oh, in the Saints,
0: Saints. Go marching, go marching
1: in. in. That was
0: beautiful. Thank
1: you.
2: Girl <laughs> <laughs> sideburns with a voice like that. Uh,
0: I, I think this might be the toughest game of the week to pick, and maybe I just say that because it is my bungles at home where they have two and a half against the Browns. Would you like to go first? I, don't I not absolutely go would not like to. I do not want to go first. I all already right. have it wrote down, but I don't want to go first. Tell me the spread again. Uh, Cincinnati's a two-and-a-half-point home favorite.
1: Against? The Browns. Okay.
2: I am going to roll the Cincinnati Bengals. Three-bound from last week's loss and win by a field goal. All right, that's all they'd have to do. That would cover
1: I think the Browns are the most disappointing team in the NFL of the last three years. Of all of the NFL. All this hype, and they continue to disappoint.
0: Yeah, they had a great year last year. And this year, it is a sideshow,
1: almost. I know, but they made they made games last year, and they actually was they went to the playoffs, but... Like They've had some injuries this year. That's been a part of it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say that.
0: And it's not one man's fault. It's not Baker's fault. It's not Odell's fault. It's not the coaching. Jump it,
2: missed a week. Hunt's yeah, out. On a there's IR. a lot of issues. lot
1: well, so, moving parts, but I'm taking the bangs.
0: I thought about this one with great depth and pain because every time I pick Cincinnati to cover, they never do. So, regardless of me trying to just be respectable in the pick column and having a win here, you know, it makes me just want to pick Cleveland so I can say, well, that means Cincinnati will win. But eventually, the the Constanza method doesn't always work. And, man, if Odell Beckham and his daddy wouldn't have got on Twitter this week and all that nonsense. Did you see that, man? 11-minute video. Man, just sitting there like showing all these times that Baker didn't throw him the ball. Oh, I heard about it. I yeah. mean, we're we're back to why Odell's not at practice. O- Odell will always Odell, and but here's the thing: is it good that he's not at practice? Is it bad that he's not at practice? They were better last year when he didn't play. So, I mean, I, it's hard to make a decision on that. But somehow it took Cincinnati to cover. So we're across the board with Who Day. Second week in a row, I'm going to cost him a game. I'm sorry, fans. It's not my attention. Blame my Chad intentions. the mark.
1: Trey Morris, you hear that?
0: Blame Chad. That's it. All right, let's just keep it going with things that are uh, common themes here. Now we're going to go to Mr. Brown's squad. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the road to the Meadowlands where they're playing the G-Men. The Raiders making the trip to the East Coast are a three-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: I'm picking the Raiders all day. When they had the uh, Gruden getting fired, they rallied around the, the troops rallied, and I feel like the same thing's going to happen with Ruggs. They're not going to need a deep threat against the Giants. They're going to roll. Okay, I like your reasoning there. I'll do. I
2: do. I do hate that they put the hook in there at three and a half. I think that the Raiders are a touchdown <laughs> better.
0: Uh, I also have the Raiders. Almost identical to what Mr. Brown was thinking. You know, they they, they rallied around last time. This is a different set of circumstances. I don't know, you know, what to really expect out of this game. And the Giants have been playing somewhat better lately. Like, just at least moving the ball. So, I mean, I could see them staying in the game the
2: Giants had played last year's Chiefs to a 2017 game I'd feel a lot better about them
0: right but that's not last year's Chiefs uh it's this year's Chiefs and they're they're hot garbage we already talked about that so we got the Raiders across the board the most watched game of the week might be the Houston Texans on the road to Miami where the Dolphins are a five and a half point home favorite Dolphins Yeah, I I got Miami, too.
1: I'm taking the Dolphins. I have no reason to pick. I say I'm never going to pick the Texans the rest of the year. I don't care if it's a 30-point spread. Let's uh, move on, then. (laughs) No sense
0: in talking about that dumpster fire. The Chargers on the road to Philly. Man, if Philly could just play the Lions every week, they'd be happy. The Chargers are a two-point road favorite. Chargers all day, baby.
1: Go, Chargers, go.
0: Go, Chargers, go again across the board of the Chargers. Philly, you're not playing Detroit, so you're going down, baby. And the Chargers, uh, they they need this one, man, because the Raiders, they they might get some distance between them if they don't, you know, start pulling out some wins here. All right, then we mentioned this one earlier, Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Going into Arrowhead. And, man, I had Green Bay – 100%. 100%. Then I remembered, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Aaron Rodgers is not playing. But the spread is seven and a half. So I'm still thinking about it here. Seven and a half points, Kansas City favorite at home. Here's the thing
2: I would have hit Green Bay regardless of the spread all day long in this game because Aaron Rodgers playing the best football in the league after week one. Right. League MVP. Packers have looked like the best team. Even with Jordan Love at quarterback, that's still a solid team. He's got Devontae Adams coming back, correct? The Chiefs are dog shit, man. They're not good and they don't cover. Give me the Packers. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs.
1: I'm just not, I'm not high on Love at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also am taking the Chiefs just because all the things that you said about Mike Zimmer. May not be as dramatic for Andy Reid, but the Chiefs, they got to win, man. They have got to win. That window is not large. I know the contract for Mahomes is crazy long, but they, they got to right the ship here. And if you're going to do it, what, when is there a better time than an Aaron rodgers you know, Led Packers? How about
2: the New York Giants on Monday Night Football at home? Well where you won on the last second
0: field goal. That's, that's not this week. Okay. That's 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 last week.
1: Go, Pack, go.
0: There you go. Arizona, San Francisco, maybe the most difficult game to pick. The Niners at home, two-point favorites.
2: The fact they're a two-point favorite is only because they're not sure if Kyler is 100%. Calamari. 100%. Calamari. Here's the thing. I'm rolling with Kyler Give me the Cardinals. The fact is two points. Hammer this. Throw your damn mortgage payment
1: on this. <laughs> Does he got a questionable tag right now? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are a good enough team that I think they will uh, roll. Okay. Two even points. Even it's it's a field goal, boys.
0: Yeah. Calamari has not practiced all week. Uh, I, I think he doesn't play. I, I think they're going to end up uh, playing the long game. They have Super Bowl aspirations. They you have. Think
2: they're taking the Cowboys look at it with uh, sitting a guy and
0: Yeah, I think they think they can beat San Francisco, but they're not going to. And San Francisco is going to find a way to squeak this one out at home. And it's not because San Francisco is a better team, but it's because Kyler Murray is not going to play. So, you're wrong. I might be wrong, Lone Wolf brother. I, what, what you got? What the, what the hell does an honor do? Something about gold. I mean, you could be gold
1: member. I you got nuggets. Be, I
0: love gold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Tennessee I, Titans you should sing Destiny's Child. I could. Uh,
0: what? Wait, wait. What, what song would I do? I don't remember when Member <laughs> came out. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Titans on the road to the Rams. Who is our number one power ranking team? The Rams are a seven-point favorite. I
2: really wish this were six and a half, so when I take the Rams to cover I get a win instead of a push. First week without Derrick Henry, it's gonna take the Titans just a little bit of time to adjust to become dear. Do more you like Tannehill
0: throwing the ball forty-five times a game? Is that gonna no, be I love
2: Tannehill throwing the ball when there's a threat of Derrick Henry in the box and it's play action. Him as a straight pass. dude, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Ramsey. I, I think the Rams win this game by probably 13, 14 points. Two-score game.
1: There's nothing I can add that. I'm going with the Rams.
0: I, I just can't believe that Biggie thinks the seven points is going to be an issue because there. this this spread will move up as the money starts coming in. It's no way it's going to stay at seven, but we're locking it in at seven across the board. The Rams will stay the number one ranked team in our power rankings, that's for sure. So that's a Sunday night game. We'll go to Monday night. Man, I think it's an easy one to pick, but the Steelers are interesting, man. They they have kind of come full circle and have kind of been a little bit more competitive here lately. Uh, they're not doing it with Big Ben throwing the ball downfield still. So, I mean, I think it's only a, a, a so much of an improvement here. But Pittsburgh finds himself a six-point home favorite against the Bears.
2: The Bears. This ain't 1985, which every Bears fan thinks it is and wishes it still was. Well, I'll tell you what. You go against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will beat you. They'll beat you by like four points. Give me the Bears to cover.
1: Ooh. Ooh. So as as much dog shit as we talk about Fields as a quarterback, yeah. Big Ben is still better than him right now at like 400 pounds. And we, we talk gravy a lot of dog of shit his. about him too. Yeah, with gravy coming out of his pores. <laughs> so Big Ben will cover. And I like this is my passion I love the Steelers because they' realized to do these dump off passes with Najee, and uh, he's not trying to throw it on the field he's using what he's got
0: uh, Big Ben does cover everything have you seen how big he is uh, so he's covering this spread too he's just he's like
1: he's like an eclipse <laughs> I like he's that. just gonna stand in
0: front of it and you're I heard you're they say they, they, they
1: have to make his uniform from like nitro They <laughs> have
0: to sew it together uh, I thought they were just painting it on him at this
1: Probably. point but uh, some sexy body paint. <laughs>
0: Either way, the Steelers—they're going to play some renegade. They're going to cover this one because the Bears are just not very good, and they're honestly ruining Justin Justin Fields' career here because he needs to sit and learn, and it's not happening. Not everybody can step in right away. So Biggie, Mister Lone Bear, George Went the Bears. George Went. So most of our listeners, no, our listeners will know who George Went is because we got cool listeners out there. But, uh, you know, recapping here and just kind of going through, we agreed on a lot, gentlemen. So we're going to ride and die together. There's only a few lone wolves in there. Uh, I've I think, got two, I believe, Yeah, you, I'm winning. You had two, I had Saints one, and uh, Biggie right? had one. So, you know. you. All right, that's been <laughs> the Week 9 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Don't forget, 1-800-GAMBLER. For the sake of time, gentlemen, there was one more thing I didn't want to talk about, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but it, it was the inaugural 2021 revelation of the college football playoff rankings. Did you see it? Do you know where they're at? Did you see how bad Cincinnati got screwed? I saw a ton of people up in arms over the fact that I believe they were number six, correct? They were number six. So It's not that they didn't even make the top four. They were number six.
2: And here's the thing, they don't have any top tier. They have one game left on their schedule. It's not a top tier.
0: But it's they're ranked. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about um, uh, SMU. Yes. Who just lost to Houston, so yeah. that's what hurt them.
2: So, if they were to start at, say, number two, you're like, all right. They went out. They'll be number four. They're getting into this. They started at six. The committee's saying they're not in it. Forget about them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just it, – it sucks because – and now, you know what they said is, what's well, the highest ranking – a group of five has ever had. That doesn't
2: matter. Put them in. Give them their
0: shot. You know what they're ranked in the AP poll? Uh, no, I don't. They're Third. number two. They're number two in the AP poll, number six in the college football playoff. I mean, they college they need help. Playoff. playoff's
2: it's kind of funny because you had – Michigan at seven and Notre Dame at ten. And I don't think either one of those teams should be in the top ten.
0: No, they, they all look like dog shit. Yep. But you anyway, know, and that's the thing. It's it's Georgia and everybody else at this point, right? So like it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. And it we've been down this road before. Oklahoma's ranked eighth initially. They go undefeated. It'll be Oklahoma, Ohio State if they don't lose again. Georgia and Alabama if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Otherwise, it'd be Georgia with the other two
0: and another team. Why, why is Oregon ranked so high? It's just because they beat Ohio State. Oregon was number yeah. three, and Alabama was number two. Yep. So Oregon's up there, even though they lost to a really bad Stanford team. Like, I don't get In-conference it.
2: In-conference game that they're not docking them for, even though Stanford isn't that good this year.
0: This, that's what Stanford always does. They always beat somebody that they should. It used to be USC all those times, but now USC doesn't
2: matter anymore. I just can't believe David Shaw's still coaching there. There's somebody who would have poached him by now. Uh,
0: I think he just likes it there, man. Yeah. He saw Harbaugh go through all that shit, and he's like, nope, yeah, I think I'll, I'll just stay. stay where I'm at. But, hey, you know, we put out a thing about if we had expanded playoffs, what it would look like. And, you know, it's always fun because you see the matchups and some of those first-round games would be really interesting, even if you don't, you know, win a national championship. Like, just for the fact that you could say, like, hey, Baylor, remember that time we beat Oregon in the playoff? Like, that's that's good stuff, man. But
2: Well, like the 7-10 you put out there would be Michigan-Notre Dame. And to me, that's that'd great. be a super fun game to watch because Michigan and Notre Dame don't play anymore because Notre Dame couldn't put them on their schedule when they went to play in the AC because they right. weren't enough of a premier program. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Cause you know, wake forest is, but wake forest would have been in the playoff too, because they're undefeated. How come they're not number four? They're in the ACC. If it was Clemson, they'd be there. Name recognition, man. That's all it is. People act like they don't pay attention to what happened last year, but they absolutely do. Oh yeah. And I just, I just hate the fact that you're trying to make a playoff out of four teams and you're doing it by voting on it. And it's just the way that it is. And it sucks. But Either way, um, that's that's all I got for, for sports talk, but I did want to ask you guys a question. So we, we've we been busy. All, everybody's been doing that. I've been out of town. You've been out of town. You've been working on weekends, Biggie. Like, I, I don't know what the hell that's about, but uh, I, I did get a minute to, to kind of watch a movie that I was wanting to watch. It finally dropped on the uh, name of a uh, platform I'm not going to say because we watch TV through nefarious ways, but... M Night Shyamalan's old.
1: I saw that on there last night. I would want to watch it. So how, you liked it? Um. So he's don't different. Give, don't give too many specific. I don't want to spoil her. Is, uh, is it worth watching? I hated it. Really? Yes. Oh. Uh, it, it that's, just, that's what his movies are like, though. You either love them or you hate them. Yeah, and that's there's right, no in between. Right. He
0: rather well. He rather makes a good movie or he makes a shitty movie. There's no in between. So it was that bad. Uh I did not like it. I did not like it at all. And, and like, I, like whatever I'll, I'll say without cause I don't want to give spoilers or anything. And I know if you think one I'm just specific. Couldn't do it. You, you think I'm very critical and I understand that. But the one thing it's I will because say, you are the, when you look at the, the movie and the premise and what you think it is, whatever you think it is, it's not what it is. And you're just going to be pissed off. Ah, that, okay. That's, and I don't know what you think it is, but I'm just saying, whatever, you, like the village. Yeah, you, you know, that's the way I described it to another person that had watched it when we were talking about it. It's kind of it's kind of got a village feel to it in okay. a certain way. So, yeah, now on the head right there. But uh, do I you
1: mean, watch it? I mean, Oh, I'm going to watch it. But so uh, is that all you got on that one cuz I have one thing I want to bring up. Go ahead. Have either of you watched the Squid Games? Ah, uh, yes. First I have an episode not,
0: I, only. I haven't seen like every minute of it or whatever, but my my wife and my daughter watched a lot of it and Uh, I know uh, that was everybody's Halloween costume this year. That shit had to be banned in most of the schools because it was bad. But uh, I tell you what I like more than Squid Game is all the parodies
1: of Squid Game and all the jokes about it. Well, red light, green light. That's why I started watching it. It was because of all the memes. I didn't understand. Kind of like like Tiger King, Office Space, Tiger King, Shawshank Redemption, all the things you've seen. But you're like, I don't really know what that is. I started watching it, and like you said, you saw the first episode. The first episode was so bad. And and I am OCD on some things, and and the lips being off just drives me crazy. It's Korean, man. I know, but it drives me crazy. It just does.
0: You, I, you know what drove me crazy is when I found out that they did a really shitty job translating it, and like some of the things they say is not really how they say it.
1: Yeah, I believe that. But, but uh, the first episode was god awful. But then it it gets it's so freaking weird. Was the
0: first episode is just how they, how, they get everybody? They're yeah. playing that stupid game where they're throwing
1: the card yeah, down yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just the the I'm gonna buy, buy some of those. But uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm 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 through episode three, so episode. Two is
0: red light, green light. Episode three is the honey cookie thing. Yes. And episode I don't
1: know yet about episode four. Mm. I'm not there yet. Okay, so you, you've got watch. you've got
0: you've gotten through the where they have to cut out the uh, you the, got the, the umbrella
1: where he's licking it like yeah you know it makes you think why that dude don't have a wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Um, uh. So all I'll say about Squid Game is uh, there's there's something that's uh, a common theme that I, I figured out on probably the sixth episode where I'm like, oh, there's some bullshit right here. And I figured out what it was, and it turned out to be true. So I was really proud of myself for figuring that out, despite these subtitles and, and whatnot. But uh, let's see if you can pick up on a twist as it goes on. I will. Okay. Good stuff. All right, but, yeah, you should watch it because it is the – you know. It's the Tiger. Start King. It. I'm gonna finish it. It's the Tiger King
1: thing, right?
0: Yeah. Did, I, did I see correctly? Are they doing a, another Tiger King documentary? I heard
1: they were trying, but what are you gonna do? do you like pan into his prison time? I mean, it's more than just Joe Exotic. There was a. No, I
0: know. There was a lot. What of happened them? to the dude on the jet ski? Like, where's he at?
2: I didn't watch any of it, so don't look my direction. What?
0: You never watched yeah. Tiger King?
2: I never watched Tiger King. I just couldn't get into it at the time, and now it feels like it's passed me by. <sighs>
0: I, it think, I think I think it'd still be worth watching because it it is it's funny, dude. It, it feels like it feels like something that would happen down the road from where we live.
2: Yeah, I I, I should watch it just because the guy in our league is Joe Exotic or no, he was
0: Carol Baskin or Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah. you didn't even fully appreciate that. No, Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, like I
1: like it was. That, living
0: in a cave here, it, I, yeah. dude? I'm like it the was the only person who didn't watch. It yeah. was Tiger King and The Last Dance. Like that's how we made it through the early days of COVID. Exactly.
1: Oh. That's all we had. That's okay. it. So, I got you. So I just one, rewatched one of the, the Last Dance.
0: One of the dudes, I don't
1: remember which one, just passed away. That was on Tiger King.
0: Uh it was the uh, it was the scumbag guy, right? The uh, the dude that kind of took over everything.
1: No, it wasn't him. Uh, I don't think it was one of the people that worked yeah, there. Yeah, uh,
0: I was hoping it was that guy. He, he was such a jerk. Yeah,
2: I, can't I just really that like guy. that meme. I'll never recover from this. I'll never
0: financially recover no, from this. The truth. It I is. say that every time. Like, if I like man, like, you know, I thought I had like five dollars in my pocket. I'll look, I'll never financially recover <laughs> from this. Mm. Or I'll go to Chipotle next door and I'm like, my god, that was eight dollars. I'll never financially recover from this. You can just apply it to everything. Enjoy it. It's just like Vince McMahon when he says, That's good shit. But all right, man, I think we're out of time. You ready in the show? I'm ready when you are. All right, well, let's uh, watch the rest of the blowout that's happening here on Thursday Night Football. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Make sure you check us out on social media. Make sure you check out Mr. Brown's baseball group and his special edition to Beat the Shift that's coming out where they're talking about the Braves and their World Series title. Chop on, right? Amen, brother. All right, guys. All year long. All year. So this, again, has been – our latest episode have a good weekend we'll be back same time next week enjoy yourselves and before you know it it's going to be thanksgiving everybody bye-bye